if you're going into NFTs for the you know, explicit purpose of, hey, I want to find these arbitrage opportunities and I see these projects going and selling for tons of money and I want to get rich quick scheme, probably not the best way to approach the NFT market or whatnot. I've been approaching it around just kind of getting to know different communities, getting to know different projects, kind of viewing it as a way to just support and learn interesting artists and interesting concepts. And that's sort of been my optimization criteria right now. Hi everyone, it's Julie Verhage Greenberg here with your Tux Time podcast from Fintech Today, where we talk about all things fintech. And in this episode, I am joined by Charlie Ma, who is an FTT expert, as well as GM of Fintech at Alloy, a New York-based fintech that we all know and love. And we're gonna dive into NFTs today. We've talked about NFTs on the podcast, I think once or twice before, at the very least when my husband uh, created one of his own and tried to sell it and whatnot a a few months ago. Um, and Charlie, it feel, you're very into NFTs now, and I feel like you've probably been watching and learning about it for a while, but I haven't seen you gain a lot of interest until the last few weeks. Talk to me a little bit about you know, what made you finally take the dive in, and am I correct in thinking that you've just been like sitting on the sidelines learning about it before doing anything? Uh, it's a good question. I think I've actually been, to be honest... I was kind of ignoring the whole thing around NFTs for a while. Like I, I, uh, and I think my initial extreme reaction was, you know, we've been through a, a few cycles as it relates to, to crypto and, and DeFi now, right? And a lot of the things on NFTs reminded me of a, a lot of the hype that was happening around ICOs back in, I don't know, 20, 2016, 2017 or so, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, where, uh, but... A uh, long story short, I think I was okay. You know what? You know, it, it's probably dumb me just to completely ignore what's going on here, and uh, I want to understand what the hype was. And I think it was also a function of it seemed as though half my Twitter feed uh, was all about NFTs, and so started to just dive into some of these communities and, and learn more about what's happening here. So you've written about NFTs for us twice now. Let's talk about your first piece first. So it's sort of just explaining a few different NFTs that you've been sort of getting in on. Like, okay, so now that we've established that you've learned about them, how do you actually go about figuring out which NFTs are worthwhile or even just like finding which ones to buy, how to buy them? Because there's like gas money and like all these other things that go into it. Like it's very confusing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There definitely is. uh, There's the the first time UX around, uh, exploring, buying, interacting uh, with uh, NFTs is, is still uh, ex- extremely confusing. And I, I am still definitely in the beginning stages of understanding that. Like I, to be honest, kind of understand gas fees as it relates to Ethereum and, and, and what they does, but I actually honestly don't. If you actually explain it, I would not have a really good recommendation other than it's very expensive. Everyone's complaining about it because of network congestion, right? That's all I know. Um, I yeah. think my, my recommendation, I, I feel I've been, I've been getting people asking me, oh, well, how do I get into NFTs and, and whatnot? And, and my, my whole thing initially has been, um, if, if you're going into NFTs for the you know, explicit purpose of, hey, I want to find these arbitrage opportunities and I see these, you know, the, the, these crypto apes, uh, these, you know, uh, these projects, you know, going and selling for tons of money and I want to get rich, get rich quick scheme. Probably not the best best way to, to approach the NFT market or, or, or whatnot. Um, I think I've been approaching it around just kind of getting to know different communities, getting to know different projects, 
uh, kind of viewing it as a way to just support and learn uh, interesting artists and interesting concepts. Uh, and that's sort of been my obviously optimization criteria right now. Uh, and so I've set aside, you know, I, I have some Ethereum some that I just set aside. And you know what? I'm going to use this to just learn about what's going on around NFTs. And I fully expect to lose uh, most of it. And I think that's actually made it, it's a you know, first world problem, but it, it's made it a, a bit more fun, right? Where I'm not going and chasing, like, I, I don't have, you know, a casual $200,000 to go and offload on one JPEG, right? I'm sure we all wish we did. Uh, I, I'm, I'm buying, you know, uh, these projects are much cheaper, um, uh, at least relative compared to you know, some, of these, some of these other more well-known projects. And that's been a lot more fun for me. So the money that you're putting into NFTs, where else would it be going if you were not putting it in? Would it be going into other crypto? Would it be going into vacations? Would it be going into stocks? Would it just be sitting in a savings account? What otherwise would it be doing? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, most of it was just was just. Uh, I, I've I bought some Ethereum, some Bitcoin a while ago, and I've, I've just been long term holding it. I would say, and so decided to take some of it. And park it in, into some of the NFTs. So I would say it was probably the the highly highly speculative uh, crypto portion of uh, where 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 I'm taking the capital out. Yeah, so definitely okay. not from Got savings. It. Definitely not from you know a vacation. If I if I told my girlfriend that I'm using our vacation money to buy NFTs, I don't think that would fly for me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it's in it, it's coming from I. I I have a you know a very small portion where you know what this is highly speculative. Uh, I fully expect to lose you know most if not all that capital, uh, but it's interesting and I'm using it as a way to learn and, and and see if there is something interesting here. So we talked a lot about learning more about this, and I believe your second piece for uh, us about NFTs kind of alludes to this a little bit in terms of how are you going about learning about this space and one of the people um that you are learning from is shloms shloms oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce it there's a zero too so maybe it's not even any of those above right so this persona on twitter though is very deep in this space and i assume that this is one of the ways that you have learned more about nfts correct yeah no i think it's it's, it's been a lot of fun interacting with you know these essentially creators and artists uh uh, that are also themselves exploring, understanding NFTs. They're creating uh, art, profile pics, uh, interesting experiments uh, through uh, through NFTs. Uh, and because you know they're, they're so early, you often get to interact directly with them, right? You can join their Discord. They're going to spin up a small community. You can follow them on Twitter, shoot a DM over, uh, chat with them, and just get a ground floor understanding as to how they're exploring. Uh, and I generally find that I learn better through conversations through osmosis and so it's been fun just following all these other people up as they've been exploring and learning and launching their projects what's the best way to find these people do you find like a couple on twitter and then just see who they're following um or are there different um like feeds that you can subscribe to reddit threads newsletters it's a good question. Um, I don't have a great answer for it yet. I, I think the, 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 there's this whole sub-economy I think, that I think is starting to spring out around NFTs, right? So I think there are there are some newsletters out there. There are some you know, discords. There's definitely an active subreddit following NFT drops. But uh, I have not found a, a high signal source. If anyone out there you know, does know one, let me know. Um, I'd be very, very <laughs> interested in learning more. Uh, 
But I, I've mostly been, uh, I, I think my, my method of curation has sort of been, uh, okay, great. There, there are definitely people that are active on Twitter that have a lot of follows, uh, followers that I think are tweeting some interesting things around crypto and around NFTs. And I've just been following them. Uh, and also just seeing who they're following and who they're tracking. Uh, and just, I, I think, kind of just lurking and consuming content. And if I see a Discord or a project I'm interested, I'll hop in the Discord and just every once in a while we'll pop in, usually late at night when I'm exploring NFT stuff, uh, to see what's kind of happening on and on in the community. Uh, and mostly just been bouncing around and absorbing uh, and just clicking around stuff, which is probably the most, metho- not the most methodical method of exploration, but it's actually been a lot of fun. <laughs> have you made an NFT yet? I have not. I've not min- made or, or minted an NFT. Uh, I, I, I Are you curious. going to? Yeah, I think, I think you should. I think that should be like your next step of exploration. Uh, what, what would you want an NFT? I have, would you draw something? Would no it be? I, there, there's now people that are literally like NFTing like lists, yeah. just like lists of like things they need to do. It's I don't I don't get oh, it, Charlie. Oh, that's not a oh, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Uh, um, I'm very educated, like sort of uneducated, kind of, but but there, there are sort of different categories of NFTs, right? There's uh, mm-hmm. and I think Schlaben's you know kind of pointed this out too, right? There's I think his, his falls into the very more of the conceptual art, right? Uh, on leveraging some of the unique aspects of NFTs and the fact that they're one for one, it's all uh, on the blockchain, and you know you you certified ownership on digital I've been around it. Like the, the, there's conceptual art pieces, right? There's this whole thing on profile pics, right? So that's where the board apes and all those are coming in, where they're uh, you know you know they're they're only making ten thousand of these, and there are specific profile pics, and there's different attributes and properties, and it's basically just like trading online Pokemon cards, right? To a certain extent. Uh, uh, and then there's even, um, I think, some more generative art. Uh, and then there's also um, kind of these like interesting primitive projects, right? So I think Loot was the most kind of famous or popular one over the past three, three or so, three, four weeks or so, where it's just gaming items or items that you would expect to see in a game. Uh, and so there's definitely different categories of projects and they all have their different merits and, and interests. And then there's those that I think are just purely speculative and it's, Hey, cool. Here's a, here's a weird photo I took and see if anyone likes it, uh, and and see what happens with the internet. Um, okay. So we've established that you're learning about it and seeing some use cases on a personal level, but we've also started to see businesses or creators in particular yeah. start using NFTs more fre- frequently, whether it be a TikTok star or a musician or uh, an athlete or even like businesses themselves that are starting to do things that are NFT. What are what are your thoughts on that from uh, from that perspective? It's definitely been interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean there's been a long sort of underappreciation of, of digital art, right? So there's like the artistic component of it, I think with creators launching NFT projects with, um, you know, different individuals launching uh, different things on, on the blockchain. And, you know, th- there's obviously a lot of premium being associated with NFTs right now. Right. Um, and part of it is definitely hype. And uh, part of it's definitely, this just weird environment of everyone's still mostly at home and everyone's just kind of trading things in real time and doing it 24 seven, right? There's a lot of, I think, unique timing aspects we're to it. S- we're sick of three times leverage options on Robinhood. <laughs> exactly. We need something different. <laughs> we, need, we need something more. I need more leverage. I need something even more speculative. Uh, 
but I also think it, 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 it's it's uh, it's a unique opportunity. Yeah, to, to it, I, I, I don't know. This is cheesy, but it, it all goes goes down to building uh, a community, right? Where the reason I, I think the main reason as to why a lot of people outside of speculation have been buying purchasing NFTs is the you know the feeling that okay, once you buy one, right, um, you're part of this community, you're part of the circle. There's this. An interesting meta game, I think, on NFT discovery, where you want to be one of the first people to find the project before it gets big, right? I think that's something that's been uh, true of anything, whether that's even finding companies before they break out, or finding projects, finding that cool restaurant before anyone else finds out about it, right? And gets hyped up, and the lines are crazy. There's, uh, I think, a value on being quote unquote first to things, right? And I think NFTs are almost an extreme version of that, um, and I think that get ties back to there's an interesting kind of community and credibility that you get around that. Uh, and so I think that some of the brands launching stuff, it depends upon what they're launching and how they're launching. And I think some of that can be uh, just very dilutive and a pure money grab. And those are less interesting, but I think others that are actually uh, like engaging and building up their customer base and using it as an opportunity to continue to build a relationship um, and to build a brand around it uh, is actually quite interesting. So we talk about a lot of it being hype, and I remember a lot of specs were kind of hype too. So how do you kind of distinguish, or like, can you even distinguish between the hype and reality at this point? And what do you think could kind of start shifting that? I feel like specs kind of just suddenly they had like one bad week, and then everyone was like, "Oh, specs are over," and now we haven't really seen that much anymore. Is it the same type of thing that would put a chill on NFTs, or do you think it might be something else? If I, if I did know, I'd probably be making a whole lot more money now. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, the, 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 I think the SPAC's an interesting example, right? Because there were companies, inquired through companies that did have successful uh, entries into the public markets via a SPAC, right? Um, and yes, there was definitely way too many SPAC vehicles being raised. And I think a bunch of them are going to die or sort of wind down of the next you know, two to three years because there just isn't that many high quality companies, right? Uh, but I, but I think it's 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 you know, you as a curator, investor, or whatever, and and, and you, you should come up with your own criteria as to like what determines a high quality project, right? Uh, there are there were definitely high quality specs that if you invested in, continued to perform really really well, uh, and there was a great way for those companies to enter markets, and there were. Uh, you know, I think all of the like elect like electronic vehicle SPACs that uh, backed companies with completely zero product with zero tech, yeah, probably a little bit more hype and, and, and much more of a speculative <laughs> asset, right? And you're you're not really investing into an actual company there. And so I I think you can probably apply a, a similar type of framework around you know picking NFT projects that you're interested in. My my ratio, I don't know, my my internal framework tends to be some function of community engagement it tends to be some function of the art quality i really like just backing cool interesting thought-provoking art uh commitment from you know the creators as to building uh a fair and equitable project right building something interesting novel and really committed to, to investing into that community um and then the rest is sort of uh up to you know the markets and that, that's something that, that, that as we know the past two years has been extremely hard to predict and understand. If NFTs stick around, which we've established, we think they will to some extent, even though some of it is hype right now. Mm -hmm. But um, we don't know exactly what will happen. But essentially, if they do, 
what, like where would they be traded? Do we think something like a Robinhood, a Cash App, a TD Ameritrade is going to have NFTs for trade on there? Or do we think that it would be only the platforms like Coinbase and others that are very much known in the crypto world that would be the ones to dive into this? I don't know. I mean, uh, OpenSea seems to be just crushing it. Like, I, I think they're they're kind of turning mm-hmm. into the, the default marketplace for uh, NFTs. And I think uh, Gendrick's not their lead there. Uh, I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of other companies try and fast follow. Um, I, I think it's going to be those that are kind of crypto native. So I would probably bet more on a Coinbase and less so on a, a TD Ameritrade, if you will. Um, but I think that the other thing that's been interesting and exciting, too, is that we're, we're also also seeing these you know, traditional art houses and auction houses start to uh, engage, right? Uh, Christie's and Sotheby's have both launched auctions around uh, some well-known NFT projects, and they're partnering up with uh, a lot of these sort of infrastructure providers that are enabling them to get access to NFTs. And so I, th- I think there's going to be a whole you know, economy uh, and a whole infrastructure uh you know, scaffoldings to, to be built around NFTs, uh, but it, it's still uh, early, yeah, definitely early days. Like I think everyone's, oh, it's it's super overhyped. Uh, I, I think everyone's been saying that about crypto, right? I think at this point nowadays, like most of my friends actually do have some exposure to crypto, which two years ago, I think would have been the most ridiculous statement to say, right? Um, and I don't think it's a, it's a, you know, a crazy statement necessarily now based on where that's going to say, oh, maybe two, three years from now, you know, everyone's going to have, you know, some NFT that they own that they really enjoy that they invested in. And and that's just, you know, the way, the way the world works. Um, but we'll see. I think regardless that you should make your NFT now while it is all very hype, just in case. (laughs) So figure out if it's going to be a list or a drawing or whatever it might be. Mint it and we'll have you back on to talk about how well that thing does. If you even still have time for us anymore after selling it for so much money. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm putting it for auction for bid right now. I don't even know what I'm making, but... I'm taking offers. (laughs) That is it for today's episode, though. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, ping Charlie or me on Twitter. Um, And if you want to stay up to date on NFTs and everything else in the fintech space, go to fintechtoday.co. Otherwise, thank you for joining us again, Charlie. We'll have you on again soon. Sounds great.